smartphones rarely get cheaper as such not significantly but it's amazing what value you now get for the same amount of money i'm looking at mid-range phones and seeing the big difference there is now in how they perform their cameras the way they look and that's the kind of phone i want to talk about today it's samsung's f62 which does sound like a fighter jet of some kind but is not necessarily one and uh, this is the new value for money proposition in this segment uh, this is mala bhargav welcoming you to another gadget of the week and let's dive straight into it the f62 from a series that uh, one doesn't necessarily think of as the first option for samsung there's also an m series and an a series all of these have uh, somewhat overlapping smartphones now but the f62 is just uh, one of their most recent and it is uh, a big hefty sort of phone very uh, in fact heftier than most because it has inside it a 7000 mah battery so it could have actually been a lot heavier but uh, somehow it isn't and yet it has this huge battery so it's great for those who uh, really find charging the phone a huge chore and uh, who get really disturbed by uh, the battery running out on them at uh, critical moments so provided you have a good charging routine in place like overnight every few days or something uh, this should do fine the battery life of this big battery is okay it takes about two hours to charge and uh, it takes uh, as <laughs> you can't really say how much it takes to really finish because all tests are very artificial and so it depends entirely on your usage if all you're going to do is talk on it and occasionally use it for other stuff then you're in luck because it should last well several days maybe two three days but if you're going to watch lots of movies play lots of games then you can finish it off in much sooner time period it's not easy for phones to look different these days and the f62 does it by going pinstriped oh yeah so the back which is sort of a glossy polycarbonate that looks a whole lot like glass but isn't uh it the the back wears a very fine pinstriped um pattern it's in gray blue and black uh, no gray blue and green and it's actually the green that looks uh, the best of the lot there's also a shading to it so it starts off as green on the top and fades to just a plain metallic uh, sort of look on the bottom and also the edges uh, echo the same gradient all over Uh, now um it looks okay to me i i mean i don't mind the look i don't mind the pin stripes and uh, uh even like them quite a bit but i do mind uh, the extent to which the back takes on smudges uh, it's very easy to just uh, touch it and get a smudge and so you have to then be busy wiping it off quite a bit if that kind of thing bothers you 
it does bother me every time I pick it up. I look at a couple of smudges more and uh, I'm compelled to wipe it off. So it depends on your tolerance level. Of course, you can put a case on top of that and uh, put the smudges on the case instead. <laughs> well, unless it's got a texture to it. There's no case in the box, um, but you can probably buy one easily enough. It will, however, add a little bit of bulk to an already bulky uh, phone. So that's one thing to remember. Other, if it weren't for the smudges, you can actually get away with not using a case. So that is to be considered while opting for a case or no case. Thankfully, there is a charging adapter in the box. It's a 25 watt one. And while one wishes that there could be faster charging all around on this phone, uh, because it takes two hours to charge such an enormous battery, uh, it is what it is and one can be thankful enough. You'll only have to charge it, uh, say, once in a, a longer while than you would with other phones. The more distinctive thing about this phone is its processor built on a 7 nanometer process. It is the 9825 Exynos. Uh, it's Samsung's own chip and uh, it's the one that appeared in the Note 10 series which tells you it's a complete flagship processor. It is now an older one but not so old as uh, to be you know superfluous or redundant or anything it's still extremely powerful and the fact that it comes down to a mid-range phone is uh, quite remarkable now it doesn't mean that there are no snapdragon equivalents that now uh, do the uh, same things that this processor does or match it in different ways there are uh, but all the same you're getting a good deal Especially if you uh, if you use the phone for everyday tasks and uh, normal things that people do use the phone for. If it's very processor intensive, such as with extreme gaming, you may find that uh, there is a bit of speed throttling that goes on to keep the phone from being heated up. But it's only really um, advanced gamers who will notice that and not everyday users. The processor is paired with either 6 or 8 GB RAM and 128 GB of storage. Uh, you do have uh, the option of a memory card and there's a dedicated slot for that apart from the uh, two SIMs that you can use. So that's something for all of you who want to store a lot of media on the card. So it's interesting that you get a flagship processor now on a mid-range phone. The Note uh, 10 started at 80,000 rupees, whereas the F62 starts at 23,999 rupees now. So that's quite. It shows you where from you know where tech has traveled in all of this time and how you're able to be offered a flagship processor at this price. The screen on this phone is all Samsung, which is an AMOLED, which looks lovely, bright, 
all deep contrasts as one expects from Samsung. It is a, a full HD screen but one is so thankful not to see an LCD at this price point which is does often happen. You only have a little negligible dot to house the front camera so it doesn't it's just not that noticeable at all. There's also a nice loud speaker with the well-rounded sound but there are no um, stereo speakers. That's a little sad because I think that uh, with phones that are so big I think it's warranted uh, to have stereo speakers. The one grip that people have about the screen is that it's not coming with any high refresh rate. So it's uh, just a 60 hertz refresh rate, not 19, not 120. But well, and the point is that some phones in this price bracket do come with that amount of refresh rate now. So users are getting a little spoilt on that front. On the other hand, there are things that people will like. There is the 3.5mm jack for those of you who still use um, older style headphones or prefer your music to be wired. It, this phone also has the fingerprint sensor on the side button, the power button. Now, um, well, that may seem a little dated. I, I don't really find it so. I find uh, the placement of that, uh, uh, of the uh, fingerprint sensor very intuitive. I always have. And uh, I find it easier and quicker than the um, under the screen uh, fingerprint sensors. Now, this is not a 5G phone. And while there isn't 5G available right now for us to enjoy. Uh, one may feel a little left out of uh, future proofing because again, uh, cheaper and cheaper phones are coming with the 5G support. So that's one thing you will have to sort of let go of with this device. On the plus side, the, this phone comes out of the box with Android 11 because you can see that many uh, phones right now are still coming out with Android 10 even at this uh, price point. On top of the Android is Samsung's own One UI 3.1 but uh, honestly there are just too many uh, preloaded apps which is something I don't expect from Samsung uh, of all companies. There's PhonePay and Merge and Snapchat and Daily Hunt. I mean, why? Uh, obviously, these seem to be partnerships which, um, which are necessary uh, for the company. But uh, it's quite annoying for some users who, who feel they'd like to use what they what they choose for some of us it's just uh, too annoying and when i removed the apps i didn't want from the home screens uh, i really i mean there was almost nothing left so well luckily it's not uh, something you can't uh, fix because a lot of these are just easy to uninstall there are also too many uh, notifications from the My Galaxy app. Uh, 
Again, this is something that can be tinkered with and fixed as long as the user knows how to do that. There are four neat cameras in a square on the back of the phone and the main one is a 64 megapixel. With it is the usual complement of various uh, ultra wide macro and depth and these are a little better than on other phones because they are not 2 megapixel but 12, 5 and 5. So these are uh, obviously not the very best that Samsung can offer which it does on its flagships because I mean if if they were then you would need to be paying that much and they are good uh, for uh, optimal light and uh, uh, the 64 uh, megapixel camera uses pixel binning or combining of pixels to make larger ones and offers a 16 megapixel image. They are not bad but uh, there is a bit of struggle in uh, indoor light and uh, not just uh, not even when it is low light just indoor light. The F62 is actually the spiritual successor as they say of the M51. Now that is a different uh, series but honestly uh, Samsung's series are now getting a little overlapping. So it is very uh, confusing even to us to say you know this uh, you have to talk cross series these days. It also competes with Xiaomi's Mi 10i and the OnePlus Nord which has been around for a while but is a very uh, fast and furious little phone. So uh, the two variants of this phone are for 23999 and 25999 and uh, well for one who wants something which is strictly between budget and mid-range it's really uh, not a bad deal at all you get a fast phone that performs pretty well and um, is uh, quite uh, nice overall but uh, it, the best thing about it of course is that it can just last and last and last with its battery as long as you have good strong hands to hold on to it. I will see you next time on Gadget of the Week. Bye-bye.